हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे हरे जय राधा कालाचंजी जय गौरनीताय जय गौरनीताय जय गौरनीताय जय गौरनीताय जय प्रभु पादा जय प्रभु पादा जय प्रभु पादा जय प्रभु पादा जय गौर प्रेमानंदे ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायणम नमस्कृत्यम नरम चैव नरोत्तमम देवीम सरस्वतीम व्यासम ततो जयम मुदीरयेत नष्टप्रायेशु अभद्रेशु नित्यम भागवत सेवया भगवतीरुत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर भवति नैष्ट की कृष्णाय वासुदेवाय देवकी नंदनाय च नंदगोपकुमाराय गोविंदाय नमो नमः Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 10, Text 25. Yadya Yadarmena Tamodhiyo Nripa Jivanti Tatraishahi Satvatakkilaha Dhate Bhagam Satyam Ritam Dayam Yasho Bhavaya Rupani Dadad Yuge Yuge Yada Hidarmena Tamo Dio Nripa Jeevanti Tatraishahi Satvatakila Dhate Bhagam Satyam Ritam Dayam Yasho Bhavaya Rupani Dadad Yuge Yuge Yadahidharmena Tamodhiyon Ripa Jeevanti Tatraishahi Satvatakkila Dhatte bhagham satyam ritam dayam yasho Bhavaya rupani dadad yuge yuge 
यदा धर्मेन तमोधियो नृपा जीवंती तत्रैशही सत्पथ कीलह सत्ये बगम सत्यम रतम दयाम रशो भवाय रूपानि ददद युगे युगे यदा ह्य धर्मेन तमोधियो नृपा जीवंति तत्रैशही सत्वतः किला दत्ते भगम सत्यम रतम दयाम रशो भवाय रूपानि ददत युगे युगे यदाह्य धर्मेन तमोधियो नृपा जीवंति तत्रैश दत्ते भगम सत्यम रतम दयम यशो भवाय रूपानि ददत युगे युगे ट्रांसलेटरेशन यदा whenever he assuredly adharmena against the principles of god's will tamadhyaha persons in the lowest material modes dripaha kings and administrators jivanti live like animals tatra thereupon eshah he he only satvata transcendental kila certainly dhate is manifested bhagam supreme power satyam truth ritam positiveness दयाम, मर्सी, यशह, वंडरफुल एक्टिविटीज, भवाया, फॉर द मेंटेनेंस, रूपानी, इन वेरियस फॉर्म्स, धदत, मैनिफेस्टेड, युगे युगे, डिफरेंट पीरियड्स एंड एजेस, ट्रांसलेशन, व्हेनेवर देर आर किंग्स एंड एडमिनिस्ट्रेटर्स living like animals in the lowest modes of existence the lord in his transcendental form manifests his supreme power the truth positive shows special mercies to the faithful performs wonderful activities and manifests various transcendental forms as is necessary in different periods and ages purport as mentioned above the cosmic creation is the property of supreme lord this is the basic philosophy of ishopanishad everything is the property of supreme being no one should encroach upon the property of supreme lord one should accept only that what is kindly awarded to him therefore the earth and any other planet or universe is absolute property of the lord the living beings are certainly his parts and parcels or sons and thus every one of them has a right to live at the mercy of the lord to execute his prescribed work no one can therefore encroach upon the right of another individual man or animal without being so sanctioned by the lord the law the king or the administrator is the representative of the lord to look after the management of lord's will he must therefore be recognized uh, be a recognized person like maharaj yudhishthira or parikshit such kings have full responsibility and knowledge from authorities about the administration of the world but at times due to the influence of the ignorance mode of material nature the lowest of the material modes kings and administrators come into power 
without knowledge and responsibility. And such foolish administrators live like animals for the sake of their own personal interest. The result is the whole atmosphere becomes surcharged with anarchy and vicious elements. Nepotism, bribery, cheating, aggression, and therefore famine, epidemic, war, and other similar disturbing features become prominent in human society. And the devotees of the Lord or the faithful are persecuted by all means. All these symptoms indicate the time of incarnation of the Lord to establish, re-establish the principles of religion and to vanquish the maladministrators. This is also confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita. So, huge purports, I will start speaking a little bit. So, in the start, actually, as in the purport is written, everything is the property of Bhagavan, as Ishopanishad says, that Om Purna Midam Purna Midam Puram Evayashishyate, everything is complete, and everything emanates from Bhagavan. So, if something is taken from someone, you take a loan from a bank, you give it back to the bank, so the money belongs to the bank. So, similarly, Everything material and spiritual actually is emanating from Bhagavan, Krishna. So everything is his property. So that is why Ishopanita explains that the, he is the source. Aham sarvasya pravo mata sarvam pravartate iti matva bhajante maam buddha bhava samanvitaha. He is the seed giving father of everything. Everything in this material and spiritual universe emanates from Bhagavan, Krishna. He is the source. And this is what is the first understanding as explained in every Vedam, Upanishad and in Bhagavad Gita also. Also, it is said here, as it is said, that whenever there are kings and administrators living like animals, well, human life is supposed to be for Athato Bhyamma Jigyasaha, which is for realizing what is difference between Atman, material body, and who is Paramatma and who is Bhagavan. So, if one is living Ahara Nidra Bhai Maitanamsha Samanya Etat Pashubir Naranam, Dharma Hitesho Adiko Vishesho Dharmenahina Pashubi Samanaha means all these other activities of sustenance and everything are done by normal people too. Animals also do it. But only Dharma Hitesho Adiko Vishesho. And what is Dharma? Is that which is Dharma to Sakshat Bhagavat Pranitam. Dharma or religion is that which is given by Bhagavan himself. It is not something which is concocted or invented by someone. That invention is, is concoction or mental speculation. And it leads to things like fanaticism and cults and all those things. So really, real aspect of devotion to Bhagwan comes from Dharma himself. Like when Lord Rama came, he established Dharma. When Lord Krishna came, he says, Yada yada hi dharmasya glanirbhordi bharataha. Means every time he comes, he is to actually establish the principles of religion. So this is the purpose of Bhagavan. And then he says, Paritranaya sadhuna vinashayasa dushkunatam. So the purpose of Bhagavan is actually to come and benefit to the faithful. And of course, establish the principles of dharma, which is aspect. Whether in every avataram you see, whether as Narsimha, even as Parashurama, he had to come, is to actually establish those principles. Without those principles, only adharma will flow. Also, the Lord... The purport says, the Lord then appears in his transcendental form without any tinge of material qualities. He descends just to keep the state of his creation in a normal condition. The normal condition is that Lord has provided each and every planet with all the needs of the native living beings. They can live happily and execute their predestined occupations to attain salvation at the end following the rules and regulation mentioned in the revealed Shastras. The material world is created to satisfy the whims of the Nitya Badha for everlasting conditions holds. Just as naughty boys are provided with playing cradles, otherwise there was no need of the material world. And when they become intoxicated with the power of material science to exploit the resources unlawfully without the sanction of the Lord, that also for sense gratification, there is necessary for the Lord's incarnation to chastise the rebellious and to protect the faithful. When he descends, he exhibits superhuman acts just to prove his supreme right and the materialists like Ravana, Hiranyakashipu and Kamsa are sufficiently punished. He acts in a manner 
which no one can imitate. For example, when Bhagwan came as Rama, he bridged the Indian Ocean. When he appeared as Krishna from his very childhood, he shows superhuman activities like by killing Putana, Aghasura, Sakatasura, Kaliya and then his maternal Kamsan Krishna. When he was at Dwaraka, he married 16,100 queens and all of them were blessed with sufficient number of children. The sum total of his personal family members amounted to 100,000, approximately known as Yaduvamsha. And again during his lifetime, he managed to vanquish them all. He is famous as Govardhana Dhari, sorry, because he lifted the, the he lifted Govardhana only at the age of seven. Bhagwan has killed undesirable kings at his time, and as a Kshatriya, he fought chivalrously. He is famous as Asamordhva, unparalleled. No one is equal or greater to him. So as we see, Bhagwan has always actually displayed uh, superhuman qualities or strengths. In fact, one can see actually that even when there is a wonderful pastime, right? When Bhagwan Krishna is as a baby and it so happens that, you know, Kamsa has already figured out that Krishna has taken birth and he has gone away from the jail. So, Kamsa sends all the different Rakshasas and Asuras to go kill all the children. So, Trinatvara is one of the Rakshasa. He comes. So, Krishna is just a baby, one-year-old toddler. And when they leave Krishna, you know, after all the ceremonies and everything, Trinatvara comes like a whirlwind and he actually comes to lift Bhagawan and he takes him very, very high up as a whirlwind. And then eventually... You know, as a baby, Kratwara realizes that he is getting heavier and heavier as he is going up. And he can't understand why. But actually, Lord Krishna starts pulling him down. So actually, as he pulls down, eventually, Kratwara is killed actually. And at that time also, actually, it is wonderfully described, right? Uh, Yashoda, you know, after that point, all the gopis are thinking that this demon got killed and how... Krishna is happily playing with his body beside him, right? And they said that we have performed such great sacrifices in our previous lives, worshipping Bhagawan, giving great wealth in charity and acting philanthropically for the general welfare. Because of such pious activities, this child is saved from all danger. So what is also important to see is pious activities of Satya Dharma, activities which are done are also required. Now, the gopis also said, you know that uh, because of all these pious activities, we got the child back, even though he's supposed to have dead. After happening all these wonderful happenings, Nanda Maharaj began to think of the words of Vasudev again and again. Because when Vasudev gave the child to, to Nanda Maharaj, he described the qualities of the child. And also here, it is said actually, once after that incident of Tranatwara, Yashoda was actually nursing Krishna once. And, you know, when she was nursing him, she suddenly saw his mouth open. And not in the... Uh, uh, there is a pastime where Bhagwan Krishna eats clay. But even at this time, when, she, when he opens his mouth, actually it is said that she saw within the mouth of Krishna the whole sky, including the luminaries, stars, in all directions, the sun, moon, fire islands, mountains, rivers. Upon seeing this, Mother Yashoda's heart began to throb. Imagine if you are a mother and you see your child open your mouth and you see the whole universe in the child's mouth. <laughs> uh, and she murmured to herself, how wonderful is this? She could not express anything, but she simply closed her eyes. So Mother Yashoda was absorbed in thoughts of seeing this wonderful sight of the universe in in her own child's mouth and said Krishna showing this universal form of Bhagawan even when lying down on the lap of his mother proves that the supreme personality of Godhead is always supreme personality whether he is manifested as a child in the lap of this mother or as a charioteer in the battlefield of Kurukshetra actually see the concoction of the impersonalist that one can become God by meditation or by some artificial material activities is herewith declared false. Bhagavan is always Bhagavan in any condition or status. And the living entity are always part and parcels of the Supreme Lord. 
दे कैन नेवर बी इक्वल टू द इनकनसीवेबल सुपर नेचुरल पावर ऑफ भगवान इवन पीपल्स एस कृष्णा सेज एन भगवदगीता अवजनती माँ मूढ़ा मानुषिम तानुषमाश्रितम people see lord rama is there in the forest and all this stuff and they say he is as a human but actually he always showed that he is bhagwan like last time when i spoke is how he actually explains right that even when vibhishana comes to actually uh, you know surrender to rama and some of the monkeys question and rama says in the ramayana in valmiki ramayana said rama says that it doesn't matter i can annihilate lanka and all this rakshasas with the tip of my finger that's how rama explained so it doesn't matter to me if any rakshasa comes to see me or be a spy so this is seen how beautifully it is said right so bhagwan always wants to come to descend not just for parit vinashaya shrudushkritam it is also for paritranaya sadhuna right so as we see in wonderful songs written right like navin anirad roop manohar मोहन भंसी बिहारी यू नो इन विपावरी से शायद इस साइंग राइट ब्रज ब्रज जना बयाहारी ही इज देयर टू रिमूव द फियर ऑफ ब्रजस सो हाउ डिड ही रिमूव इन वन ऑफ द लीलास वेयर कालिया वाज रिसाइडिंग इन यमुना सो व्हाट हैपेंड इस कालिया वाज देयर इन अ लेक इनसाइड यमुना एंड इट वाज एमिनेटिंग ऑल काइंड्स ऑफ पॉइजन एंड ऑफ कोर्स krishna knows he has to take care of kaliya so some of the past time i will describe the leela is of course krishna goes into the lake and jumps there from the kadamba tree now of course uh, all all the gopas and gopis they start searching for uh, krishna and how do they search for krishna krishna doesn't wear slipper inside vrindavan he is walking as a child he is wearing barefoot so actually when they see bhagwan's feet they see the the mark of the conch club the discus which is there in his footprint so they recognize actually bhagwan's footprint by actually seeing those marks because if you go in a barefoot place there are so many foot marks how do you recognize so actually they recognize by that bhagwan's hands and feet have auspicious marks and you can imagine the beautiful sight of a young child's foot and seeing those auspicious marks made by bhagwan krishna in the soft sand of vrindavana that is how they actually go and see him see this is the beauty of bhagwan bhagwan always wants simplicity in every of his leela it's always about simplicity the humility as we have said is another aspect bhagwan is bhagwan but in any of his leela there is always humility present even if you see when he went to uh, give moksham to shabari shabari was just a simple person but bhagwan didn't expect anything more from her he only wanted bhakti from her and so that is the reason so shabari coming and lord rama giving that moksham to shabari shows what is simplicity we can offer everything but you see in the end everything is bhagwan's only <laughs> everything emanates from him if you see the sweetness of bhagwan why it is said that if you see valabacharya has written a nice song right which says vachanam madhuram charitam madhuram vasanam madhuram chalitam madhuram चलितम मधुरम भ्रमितम मधुरम मधुराधिपते रखिलम मधुरम इसे चलितम भ्रमित चरितम इज आल्सो प्योर यू नो भ्रमितम हाउ ही मूव्स एंड वांडर्स भगवान्स पास्ट टाइम इन वृंदावना ऑफ मूविंग इटसेल्फ इज फिल्ड विद जॉय एक्चुअली is walking is also beautiful is is sweet the everything about lord krishna is sweet actually his past time of searching for butter and stealing the butter from gopi's houses and breaking the pots is also considered sweet madhuram in normal life if people start breaking pots and stealing it is considered as a thief 
But Bhagavan's Leela is always considered sweet actually. See, that is the beauty of Bhagavan. Every activity he does, it is our covering is what makes us not realize what is not sweet actually. So every Leela of Bhagavan which happens is always filled with Madhuram. You know, we sing, as we said, Idam te mukham bojam atyanta nilair vritam kuntalais nigdha raktascha gopya. His cheeks are so red by Mother Yoshoda kissing the child, Lord Krishna. As I said last time, Damodarashtakam is not sung for just one month. You should think about it every day. <laughs> it's not like a one month activity. If one has to go thinking about Lord Krishna in a devotional aspect, it has to come naturally. Yes, in the initial stages, people can think, okay, we sing Damodarashtakam. It says, you know, muhus chumbitam bimba raktam dharam me alam laksham labe. That thought should always be there, always. That is the bhavam we should cultivate. Not an aspect, okay, we do now and then we forget about it and keep Damodara's picture somewhere locked in a cupboard sometime and after one year we remove it out. <laughs> that is not, you know, that is okay in the initial stages. But, you know, that is called real bhakti yoga. Serving Bhagwan and thinking about him is what it is. We'll also read a little bit on the next shloka actually. It says, Aho alam slaghyatam yado kulam Aho alam punyatamam madhor vanam yadesha pumsham rishabhya shriyapatihi svajanmana chakramanena chanchati. How supremely glorified is the dynasty of King Yadu? Now, virtuous is the land of Mathura, where the supreme leader of all living beings, the husband of goddess of fortune, has taken his birth and wandered in his child. As I said, wandering is. Brahmitam Madhuram, his wandering is also beautiful. So in the Bhagavad Gita, I said Krishna is expressly given a description of his transcendental appearance, disappearance and activities. Bhagwan appears in a particular family or place by his inconceivable potency. He doesn't take birth like a conditional soul, quits his body and accepts another body. As it is said that when Bhagwan wanted to come, he actually manifested in Vasudev's heart and he transferred from there, from his heart into Devaki's womb actually. That is how it happens. His birth is not, the sun, just as he said, the sun up arises on the eastern horizon but does not mean the eastern horizon is the parent of the sun. The sun is existent in every part of solar system but he becomes visible at a scheduled time. Similarly, Bhagwan appears in the universe like the sun and leaves again our sight at our at another time. But he exists at all times and places, every place. And by his causeless mercy, when one appears before us, we take it for granted <laughs> that he has taken his birth. Anyone who understands this truth in terms of statements of revealed scriptures certainly becomes liberated after quitting the present body. Liberation is obtainable by many births and great endeavor in patience. This is the verdict of Vedic Gita. But those who are in darkness of ignorance conclude that Lord's birth and activities in material world are similar to ordinary living being. Such imperfect conclusions cannot give anyone liberation. His birth, therefore, in the family of King Yadu, as a king of Vasudev, the son of Vasudev, and his transfer into a family of Nanda Maharaj in the land of Mathura are all transcendental arrangements. Actually, there is a wonderful discussion, description which happens between Rukmani and uh, Krishna, you know. And Krishna tells actually, you know, basically when he left from the jail, you know, when Vasudev took him from there, Vasudev is father. I mean, you know, generally either you gain inheritance or you have some money. When Vasudev took him from the jail and gave him to uh, Nanda Maharaj, basically Vasudev himself was penniless because he was in the prison. So Krishna jokingly says to Rukmani that anyway I came from my father, I completely came penniless. And even when he was with Nanda Maharaj, basically he was only as a, you know, he was taking care of all the cows and everything. But when he left from there, he left penniless. (laughs) So he was jokingly telling Rukmani that how basically he doesn't possess anything. Of course, he possesses everything, but he is still completely detached. 
that is the beauty of bhagwan as we say aishwaryasya samagrayasya iryasya yatashya gyana vairagyasya vasannam bhagaitin gana though he has all aishwaryam he also has renunciation so that is the beauty is a wonderful pastime uh, leela which is described in the 10th canto about the conversation between rukmini and krishna but that is a gist actually see the fortunes of the yadu dynasty and that of the inhabitants of the land of mathura cannot be materially estimated if simply by knowing the transcendental nature of the birth and activities of bhagwan if one can get liberation we can just imagine what is in store for those who actually enjoyed the company of the lord in person as a family member or as a neighbor all those who are fortunate enough to associate with bhagwan the goddess of fortune certainly obtained something more than is what known as liberation therefore rightly the dynasty and the lord are both glorious by the grace of bhagwan actually in the padma puran actually satyabhama there is a conversation between satyabhama and krishna and actually krishna tells satyabhama that all the associates which have come actually are all his expansions one should not think that they are some material people who have just come every 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 aspect of gopa and gopi everyone in in goloka and in vrindavana they are all his actually associates who are eternal associates who come to assist bhagwan in his leelas actually so that is the beauty of bhagwan the other thing when you say you know like we say braja janaya bhaya hari right so when we see the leela where gordana hill you know indra is basically pouring down torrents of rain in vrindavana right and because of the sacrifices and the offerings not offered to indra anymore and indra starts getting puffed up then lord krishna you know what he does is he says uh, and this is what lord krishna says that the demigods are my devotees but therefore it is not possible for them to forget my supremacy so i shall give protection to my pure devotees in vrindavana who at present are completely at my mercy and who have taken my protection see this this protection of sarnagati is what is important the surrender as we have seen whether it's druva pralada you know vibhishana hanuman we have seen gopis every even arjuna even he surrendered to krishna but imagine this when krishna is only 7 years because only at the age of 7 he lifted govardhana hill right and then he said that thinking in this way lord krishna immediately picked up govardhana hill in one hand exactly as a child picks up a mushroom from the ground thus he exhibited his transcendental pastime of lifting govardhana hill lord krishna began to address my 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 dear brothers my dear father my dear inhabitants of vrindavana you can now safely enter the under the umbrella of govardhana hill which i have just lifted he says don't be afraid of the hill and think it will fall under from my hand see how beautifully bhagwan one has to meditate on the sight as a 7 year old child lifting govardhana with his little finger and saying i mean i can talk in the traditional language of raja how bhagwan has said it it is so beautiful that don't fear you know you there's nothing to fear the hill will not fall <laughs> so that's why it says brajajana bhayahari so he says you have been too much afflicted from the heavy rain and strong wind and therefore i have lifted this hill which will protect you exactly like a huge umbrella i think this is a proper arrangement to relieve you from your immediate distress be happy along with your animals underneath this great umbrella being assured by lord krishna all inhabitants of vrindavana entered beneath the great hill and appeared to be safe along with the property of animals actually one should actually read that after after all this rain subsides actually it is so wonderful to see all the inhabitants start coming and embracing krishna actually so you can imagine the sight when lord krishna is here right and eventually all of them after the rain subsides nand maharaj yashoda they all come embrace balaram they come embrace him it is so wonderful to see you know this is called loving exchange between a bhagwan and a bhakta actually and this is what we should aspire for this aspiration of association with him and his bhaktas 
is the actual ultimate perfection of human life towards the end. Yes, we have responsibilities of work or duty and other things of family. But eventually, this is what one should aspire. You know, as we say, Alam Lakshalabe, Namo Devadamantara Ananta Vishnu. It's like, whatever is there, I want that sight always to be in that Leela. That's what we should aspire. So, this is the wonderful beauty as seen in these two shlokas is how how virtuous land of Mathura has become. Every place where Lord Krishna has stepped, you know, yes, materially it may not look the same, but spiritually, the purity of the place always exists actually. Like many people will say, you know, the, the Yamuna Devi is there. Yes, we can understand material contamination happens in Kali Yuga, but it is still has a purifying force, right? And one has to understand that meditation on even a holy river like Ganga or Yamuna also invokes purification from within. So, but of course, these are the things which happen when one crosses the stage of Anartha Nivriti and is situated actually in the, in the, Shatva, in the Sattva Guna. Also actually wonderfully, Indra actually, when Indra starts praying and he realizes actually in Govardhana Hill, just just at a little bit of point here, he says to Bhagawan that your Vishuddha, uh, Vishuddha Sattva is something which is above even the mode of goodness actually. So this is how Bhagawan is, he is actually not touching anything. He is above all of us but still he descends to come at the level to actually lift us up, to take us back to his abode. So that is why it is said that thinking about Bhagawan, thinking about his Leela, thinking about his pastime is what one should aspire and eventually attain the goal of going back to his abode and never come back. So I will just end today's class here. Uh, if any thoughts or comments people want to share. Uh, yes, Prabhuji. Right. I can summarize your question for people and the viewers. I understand, Prabhuji. So, so, yeah, it's my, no, it's a good question. I'll just summarize it. So, so what I think Prabhuji has asked is, I mean, even in normal life, there are different modes of passion, ignorance and tamas, rajas and sattvas and to go above mode of goodness. And some people may feel that, hey, being in mode of goodness is kind of uh, in very boring in the sense. But even in previous yugas, you see, See, Prabhuji, I mean, it's a very good question you ask. Right from Satyuga and all along, there is always, as I think it is said even here, it is actually, uh, in the purport it is said, right? It's actually said that such kings have full responsibility and knowledge from authorities about administration of the world, but at times due to the influence of ignorance mode of material nature. So, because we live, all of us live in the material nature, those elements will be there. Now, not everyone can be in the state of Shuddha Tattva or Vishuddha Tattva right away. There will be there will be these aspects because everyone comes with a karma. You know, you cannot, as Bhagavan explains in Bhagavad Gita, the cause of material creation is Kama Esha, Krodha Esha, right? And then through karma. So, people have to go through these things. One cannot just cut short, you know, some aspect of karma. Yes, you can. But one has to have that detachment. Now, to answer your question, Prabhuji, you're right. Even those days, even in... Uh, I mean, one should understand that Bhagavatam or the Upanishads of Piranas, I mean, Dwapara Yuga... Okay, Kali Yuga is supposed to be 4,28,000 years. And Dwapara Yuga is double of that. What we capture in the Vedam, Upanishad, Bhagavatam is a gist of the most aspect cases. It doesn't capture every second of everything, right? There are all kinds of animals, plants, people also living, performing different kinds of karma, right? So that is why it is said, in order to come out of this state, first is you have to follow Varnashrama Dharma, right? Means whether it is a duty of what one is occupationally or as a Brahmana, Vaishya, Satriya, Shudra or as a Grahastha, householder, a student, you know, whatever responsibility is there, 
and then as also said again in the purport that one should live with uh, following some regulative principles right but it is only a gradual state of progression it cannot happen you know i know people can say this it cannot happen in one second like this as bhagwan says that many many births jivatmas keep taking and you come through the cycle and eventually you will ascend up right it never happens in you know we should not talk about nitya siddhas who come from spiritual world here they are exceptions so for example pralada maharaj is an exceptional case not every child can become pralada maharaj it's 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 this is a it's a fact <laughs> every person may like a child to be like that it's not going to happen not discouraging but it's the reason so for all of us it doesn't mean but why bhagwan descends like i told last time lord rama has said can come and annihilate everyone in one second even krishna as he said to arjuna right in the whole battlefield he could just snap a second and with sudarshana chakra he could annihilate the whole battlefield he doesn't need anything right but certain things have to happen according to karma so similarly uh, you know for all other jivatmas who are present whether they have modes of passion and ignorance you know you have to slowly purify yourself you know there are external elements which are happening and to answer your question prabhu ji uh, you're right some people may feel you know uh, that is why bhakti is called devotional service actually you know bhakti the right word is even when we chant bhagwan's name it is actually called service it is never called dry meditation that's why bhakti yoga is called prabhupad is also used the word in sanskrit it is called bhagavat kainkaryam or bhagwan prabhupad in english has translated as devotional service service is always the word attached devotion to what right i mean if we say we are devoted to something you do some service aspect of it so so without devotional service it is dry that is why even you know there are people may follow dhyana yoga and everything yes for the few of the people who are realized you know the fraction they can achieve that perfection through dhyana yoga right we cannot but the majority of the people may not be able to achieve that so i mean it's a wonderful question you asked prabhu ji so people have different modes of you know passion ignorance and sattva gunam too but you also have karma associated with that that's why one should not you know the description to arjuna also given is arjuna was said i was ready to renounce and not fight but he said you cannot abandon your karma so similarly uh, one should not abandon one's karma but if one can get the guidance of a spiritual master right or vaishnavas then that is what will help one slowly ascend out of the modes of passion and ignorance like for example you know uh, people who in modes of pa- ignorance or passion may do certain activities which are not saucham or not good you know for health or many other things right i don't want to get into details so but the only way to understand is you have to educate it like a child you know when a child is said hey don't go do this you know someone has to tell so that's why avatarams and other bhagavatas come to you know spiritual masters and other people come to spread bhagwan's name because without that you know no one can ever get the benefit and that's why chaitanya mahaprabhu also came to spread krishna nama right because without chanting holy name uh, one cannot get purified so it's a wonderful question prabhu ji uh, go ahead prabhu ji you want to share a point There's a f- famous film of Prabhupada in Australia and Madhuvisna Swami's there and there's another devotee there's a whole group of devotees there at a lecture with Prabhupada you might have seen this yourself and um the one man is asking um how long you know how can we expect to become krishna conscious you know I- I- after how many thousands and millions of lifetimes of all of this material activity and then Prabhupada he says he said you can surrender to krishna one minute one minute he says prophet keeps saying that like it's not a matter of lifetimes or anything it's like yeah and so 
I mean, in contrast to what you're saying, you know, we shouldn't expect to become purified. You know, everything should be, we, we, you know, there's extraordinary cases like Pralamarsh, but for most of us it's gradual and, you know, don't become discouraged. At the same time, you know, like uh, I'm saying, like, you know, a lot of people are just not attracted to this because, you know, for them it's boring. You're saying service means... But that one minute, so for the one minute is correct what Prabhupada said. But the definition, what he said, surrender, Saranagati is defined as Anukule Sankalpse, Pratigulpa Vajnam, Gotrutva Maranam, forget the Sanskrit word, and Mahavishwasam. So, you know, Saranagati also means doing those things which are favorable to devotional service or Bhagavan, not doing those things which are not favorable. One cannot say I am surrendered, for example, I just use a very uh, uh, very hypothetical. One cannot say I surrender to Bhagwan and start going murdering people. <laughs> I mean, you can't do that. You cannot have anartha. No, no, no. But but I'm just. No, no. See, no. See, karmic activities are present. See, there are karmic activities, you're right Prabhuji, there are karmic activities which are present, but there are those activities which are also aspect of Shuddha Tattva and Shuddha Gunam, right? One can't say go and engage, I'm just using an example, eat all kinds of nonsense foods and everything like that. I don't want to get into all that. There are so many things to discuss, right? But I think you understand the point is, when one says, so let us take the examples of surrender, right? If you look at Draupadi when she surrendered, right? If you look at Shabari, right? If you look at every Every bhakta in all in the Vedic literature, we see who has surrendered to Bhagwan. One should look at the qualities of them, right? We can't just say I can do any surrender and do whatever we want. That is fa- that is called that is okay. You can surrender, but it is not called full surrender. That, that, that is why the Shastra says that definition of saranagati is given like that. Anukurya sankalaswe pratikulpa vajanam gotrutva varanam maanikshepam mahavishwasam. These things are angams of saranagati. So, if you see in Bhagavatam or any place, all the people who have surrendered to Bhagavan, you will see they all they all actually have a check mark for this. If you look at Prabhupada also, you will see the, he, he qualifies all of this. This is a, that's a good question. So, so, so answer is, I don't want to, I don't want to comment on specific cases, but I'll say something. To be a, uh, and this is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has said, and even Prabhupada has said, right? To be a guru, one cannot have tinge of, you know, you may live in a material world and universe, as Prabhupada and many other acharyas did. Correct? Even prior to him. Right? But there are certain activities you would not do. You would not be attached to certain things. Right? You cannot say, I do this and I am still detached. It doesn't work like that. You know? And without getting into specifics of the question you asked probably because there's a little... I understand where you're going. But, you know, one can't say that, oh, you know, I have uh, become a guru and then I do all this stuff. No. you, You cannot have tinge of material attachment. You cannot have tinge of material lust. These things cannot be present. Otherwise, you cannot lead the disciple. You cannot lead him. It is, it is, uh, it is, uh, you, you see that aspect. So, uh, you know, the, the best way to see is this, right? Uh, without commenting on those specific disciples is, uh, you know, Prabhupada has also said, sometimes you you desire and get a guru who you desire for. <laughs> Prabhupada said exactly that, right? You want a sincere guru, Krishna will guide you. If you, you know, it. Now then, then.
so 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 the point is probably the standard for your it's a very wonderful question probably that the standard for sannyasis or guru is supposed to be different you know because they are spiritual masters right and you are right for those kind of people uh, word thought deed they should all coincide together it cannot it cannot be different we are not at that level we are aspi- we are aspirations yes it it means word thought deed comes into aspect but all those aspects as i said this is defined by the angams of sarnagati is repeated by i have read this in every vaishnava acharya in sampradayam they define this sarnagati angam exactly the same way the five words are repeated as it is anukula sankalpasya pratikulpa varjanam that is the first is doing things that are favorable to bhagwan second is not doing doing not doing things which are not favorable to him that is absolutely required that it is it is absolutely required one can't say that's why i used a very hypothetical example that one can't say i surrender to bhagwan i take saranagati and i become a drug smuggler <laughs> i mean this is a hypothetical example that's a you know that is not the way supposed to be you know because naturally one if if one was like that he will give up that kind of activity it will naturally come up or voluntarily give up like the best thing is you know that is why humans are given intelligence right i mean like example you know if you say you, you have a let's say so, someone is diabetic i'm just using an example let's say if someone is a diabetic right and say a doctor says okay you either take medicine or you reduce your sugar humans have intelligence to reduce it if you go tell an elephant he has diabetes and if he, he continue eating <laughs> yes so that is correct that's why it is said that devotional service engaging in satsangam is what is said right and also the other aspect is because we also have karma everyone has karma you know doesn't matter where one is born what they have they have responsibilities and duties as krishna that's why i use the example even for arjuna even arjuna could not abstain from his karma so certain people whether your family person brother father sister mother whatever you may be you have to slowly continue and finish that karma now how the real test comes is as krishna again tells in bhagavad gita why does he say this in bhagavad gita that the unsuccessful yogi will take birth again you know he may go to heavenly planets and come back again because the reason for saying that is because not everyone can just ascend in one lifetime in fact the verse which says bhavnam janmanam ante gyanam mam prapadyate vasudeva sarvam iti samatmasu durlavava it is not one lifetime it is many many millions of human births one has taken you we all as jivatmas have taken countless amount of births as plants animals insects whatever you want to say we all have gone through that cycle as a jivatma right but when one comes and takes a human form of life again and again and again they start ascending further or through vaishnavas and through other aspects of coming they will slowly ascend and that's what takes them to this you know slow stage of shuddha tatva that's how it takes now yes it it is possible to surrender in one lifetime and go back now to answer that very deeply that the jivatma will come to know towards his end of his time here that is a personal only between paramatma and jivatma will know no one can answer this it is between bhagwan and that individual jivatma each one of us at the time of your whatever time is left they will understand what is left from a karmic standpoint you can pray what we want if the time is right he decides when you have to come right and the other thing the way i see it is this from a vaishnava standpoint of view if you want to go to someone's house you need an invitation 
In, I'm, I'm talking, giving a very simplistic example. So, yes, it is a wonderful, it is described very beautifully how Jivatma is welcomed. It is described in chapters and chapters of how a Jivatma is actually welcomed when he comes to back to Bhagwan's abode, you know. But to come to that, one also has to be qualified, right? One has to come to that stage. So, but that final aspect of what is remaining, uh, if one comes to the stage of Shuddha Tattva, they will understand. But if one is in a state of ignorant mode, it is very difficult. There is no, we can't, dis- we can't, so, the best, so the answer to that, so the, so as, no, as the answer to that is, we should think like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's last verse, Ashlisyava Padaratam Pinashtumam. That should be the thinking. No, no, he is doing, uh, the reason is he is doing some, is construction work. Because of safety regulations, they can't, if uh, something gets damaged, we can't, we understand why, I know, we don't, generally we go the other people, we don't wear shoes, you know. Otherwise we'll get fined from some uh, city and all, if he gets damaged, we'll get lawsuit. <laughs> exactly right, that is why it is said that, you are, it's a good point what you are saying Prabhuji, that, that is why it is said that human life is supposed to be utilized for in addition to living a material life or whatever responsibilities one may have, you know, in addition to taking care of a family, career and all those things, one should focus on spiritual life too and try to make sure that this life is the last life <laughs> and never come back. Would you go ahead. Sorry, you had a point. Can you speak louder? I can't even hear you. It's okay. So, 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 good question, Prabhuji. So, as as we know, there are five kinds of even in moksha, there are five kinds, right? Salokya, Sayujya, Salokya, Samipya, Srishti, right? There are five kinds actually. So, for the jnanis and yogis, yes, who who follow the path, let me also be very clear, right? Many people follow dhyana yoga, and first of all, we should not, uh, you know, anyone who is we know in the third, we say, right, in the third, one of the third offenses, right, to blaspheme the Vedic literature, literature in persons of Vedic version. Yeah. So, uh, so the point is, anyone who is following Jnana Yoga, Bhakti Yoga, all of this is actually, uh, just one second, uh, is basically going to be that, you know, they are also aspiring. Now, of all Jnanis, not every Jnani can straight go to that. Okay? Yes, even that's why Bhagwan says that the unsuccessful yogi, he doesn't say which yoga, right? Even the person who is following Dhyana Yoga and everything, eventually, if he may not reach to that stage, he may come again to this. He has to again go to heavenly planets, come back again, take birth in a pious or some Brahminican family and continue where he started. The same aspect also comes to a devotee. So you can't say that you know, Prabhuji, that just because someone is a Jnana Yogi, all Jnana Yogis just go up. That is that is not, I mean, you know, now, same thing for Bhakti Yogis too, right? Yes, they can, but it's not possible that all of a sudden, you know, that you come from zero to go to Vishuddha Tattva. So that's when that, so you're right, that is where that five angams of Saranagati come into aspect is, Karpanyam is called meekness. Okay, the word I was missing was Karpanyam, it's called meekness. Meekness is basically where one is completely helpless. Okay? And when come, when come, comes to that level of Shuddha Tattva, that level, right? And let me, see, that's why I said for Saranagati when I say, Anartha nivriti cannot be present. You cannot be doing other kinds of... You, can, you cannot have those thoughts. If one is saying he is surrendered and have those, they are mutually... Exclu- it doesn't work like this. <laughs> so, 
if you see all the examples in Bhagavad Gita or Bhagavatam or you know in Puranams too, there are no anathas present for those people. Even like even like Bharata Maharaj, for example, you see, he was meditating, he was living a renounced life, correct? And then eventually he had to take birth as one life as dear and come back as Jada Bharata. But as when he was in the forest meditating, he had no anarthas. <laughs> so anyone who says I have anarthas and I am a Chuddha Tattva, that is incorrect. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know, I understand. I'm just saying, but it's the same thing that when uh, when the one comes to that level of jnani yogis too, right? And yes, they can read Sayujya. That is fine with them. But those who are unsuccessful, they have to again come down. They may go to heavenly planets, Swargaloga. Whatever pious deeds they have done, they will get benefit of that. And even for every 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 Jivatma, not just, I would say, we should not say Bhakti Yoga or anything. People who do pious activities will get results for that. They will go back, they will come back again. That is why it says, Baunam Janmanamante, it is not one single lifetime. Did I, did I answer your question, Prabhuji? Okay. Anything else or? Okay. Okay, thank you. Vrindaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai.